Hi friends, my name is Mark and I'm the Associate Minister here at St. Paul's. My role is Discipleship Pastor and this week I have the pleasure of not only sharing a little about community, which is such a key part of our vision here at SPS, we, ca we can't do discipleship alone, but also today we are officially launching SPS Docs. We have a rich history of small groups and connect groups at SPS. And over the past year, we have felt God leading us into a new season to go deeper in discipleship with each other outside of our Sunday gatherings. Docs are gatherings that will enable us to do that. And that we hope will continue to equip, encourage and release you to be community. Anyway. More on docs soon. Uh, first, a few thoughts from me on community this week. When I was at university, some years ago now, I lived in a big old house with some incredible housemates, uh, a great form of community. Now, one of my housemates, a girl called George, was much more responsible than the rest of us. And once a week, as part of her routine, she would go to aqua aerobics. Of have any of you ever been to aqua aerobics? Well, as the result of some kind of dare, I think, I ended up going along with George one week. Now, I'm not the finely tuned human being that I am now. Uh, back then, I was a pretty shaggy haired, baggy jean, skater type art student who hadn't been in a swimming pool for years. And I walk out into the pool and there in front of me, is this array of women of all shapes and sizes in swimming costumes from, I think they must have got them from all the major department stores, what today we might call retro, frills and go faster stripes and hats, swimming hats. You know, this isn't Olympic training. Anyway, the problem was that I couldn't see George, my one ally, my, my ticket into this crazy lycra clad and rubber hat wearing clique wasn't there. She just blended in with the rest of them. Was she the floral print with the polka dot hat or was she the all black with the fluorescent orange hat? I, I don't know. Anyway, I just looked at the instructor who could see the fear in my eyes and politely asked, she politely asked me my name and I got into the pool and got myself ready. No worries. I thought I can just cruise through this. You know, none of them will be any of the, the wiser uh, to me being this total imposter in aqua aerobics. But oh no, turns out when a fitness instructor asks your name, no matter how innocent they look, they're going to use it as a weapon against you. Hello, ladies, came the intro. Uh, and as the beats started to sound from the CD player, yeah, a CD player, that shows my age. Uh, and uh, she says, welcome, Mark. Ah, oh, this is not going to be good, I thought. Well, between the lunges, the jogging through water, I was in constant catch-up mode, splashing, sweating, <laughs> and a source of great amusement to this community of water-bound aerobic enthusiasts. But what's all this got to do with community? Well, my first point is that community is amazing, but it can also be really intimidating. We can feel like imposters, like everyone else knows what they're doing and we don't. Have you ever had the feeling that you don't quite fit in? Now, it may have been in a situation like me, pretty funny at the end of the day, but it might also have been for more serious reasons. 
you know, not all of us have experienced rejection and prejudice uh, from a group of people, but some of us have, some of you have. Some of you and, and all of us are appalled by it. You know, when we experience that, we're hurt by it, shocked that racism or classism, fear or, or hatred can manifest themselves through whole communities and structures. Community holds great power for good or for bad. We live in an age and in a city that is thirsty for community, it's good, but which also is shadowed by division and confusion and those who have given up on community, let alone community that is seeking to bridge our differences or failings or try to live with hope from Jesus. But the reality is that community is meant to be a great gift. You know, not always easy, but a gift. And it's highly contagious. And that is because community has an origin. There is a place that community comes from and flows from. And part of the call of our lives as Christians, as followers of Jesus, is to align ourselves to God's primal call. Not to just be individual persons, but to be a people who live in such unity that they might even be called one body. Now, community is much less some kind of machine and it's more like a dance. There's a word that was used by the early Christians for this, uh, a Latin word, perichoresis. You may have heard it before. It, It was a word that was made to describe the Trinity because God is community. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, three distinct persons who form the community of the one God. They are separate and yet so intertwined that this word, perichoresis, implies a dance, one that is choreographed by relationship, going around and around in perfect unity. The blur and intimacy of the dance that is the Trinity. It is the relationship and life of God of the uh, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And it's in this that the source of community comes. They set in motion love, and from the overflow of them came the power of community in humanity and community in the whole cosmos. Our attempts at community are, are powerful and contagious because in them, we live out something of the image of God from whom all life flows. But community can be distorted. When we look at the sweep of the biblical narrative, we discover that evil and darkness entered the world and the liberty of human choice fueled the fall into the temptation of the snake who who wanted to undo the community of men and women with God. This is the primal work of evil that the Bible talks about the purpose of fracturing and abusing human relationships. And snakes and human brokenness time and time again have come to undermine the power of community meant for good by God. But there was a day when a new community was birthed, the growth and values of which have never been rivaled in human history. Just under 2,000 years ago, a man who claimed to be God invested in a small group of ragtag, poor, uneducated, and probably quite smelly men. 
He also invested time and gave vision to countless other small groups of men, of women, and even children. He radically gave authority away to others, asked them to lead and hounded them to live lives worthy of great social and spiritual transformation. His name, have you guessed it? Jesus. And after he died and rose from the dead and ascended into heaven, the Holy Spirit came and the church was born. Thousands of people became disciples of Jesus that day in Jerusalem. And over the following decade, the good news message of Jesus kept going and disciples could be found all over Europe, some parts of Africa and East Asia. I I could tell you about many other moments where the church grew in spectacular ways over the centuries, but I don't have time for that now. Nevertheless, when we fast forward to today, we find that there are 2.5 billion Christians and you would not be a Christian or asking questions about Jesus today if the early followers of Jesus had not lived in simple but earnest communities as disciples. Now, okay, I need to take a breath. Let's land this uh, and bring it in with our docs that are launching today that I really wanna tell you about. At SPS, our vision is to make disciples, transform communities and plant churches. In in many human ways, our vision, it pales in comparison to the vision of Jesus, the vision of community and life in the kingdom of God. But we want to join with God and we are super excited to launch Docs at SPS, the next season of group life and the best place for you and me to go deeper in discipleship and community. Here, check this out. Welcome to SPS Docs. Docs are the best way to go deeper with God and each other at SPS. They are the life of the church community beyond Sundays. Docs are groups of people who gather all together once a month or thereabouts and create community near them. The life of a doc is not just lived out through the bigger monthly gathering, but also in small groups within the doc that live out our call to be disciples of Jesus. There's an SPS dock in Limehouse, Wapping, Stepney, and an East Ham dock that draws in people from further east. We're on a journey too, to see more docks established in other areas. So watch this space and be in touch if you think there needs to be a dock nearer to you. Docks live out our church vision to make disciples and transform communities. And the values of SPS docks are to care, share, and dare. Docs and their small groups should be places where we care for one another and conspire together to care for the streets and communities around us. How do I get through hard times? How do I reach out for prayer? How do I support someone in my workplace or tackle poverty in my neighbourhood? Docs are places that care. Docs are also places to share. Share food, share life. Invite people for drinks or to play some sport. Life is meant for sharing and the church is also made for sharing. The people of God are called to be a blessing and a resource for the world around them. How do we share our creativity and gifts? How do we share what we have with each other and our neighbours? Docs are places to share. Docs are also places to dare. To dare one another to trust in the promises of God 
to say yes to the invite of Jesus to follow him and to go deeper in our discipleship with him? What if we dare to read the Bible more with others? What if we dare to seek healing and help where we get things wrong? How can we healthily dare and spur one another on in prayer, spiritual disciplines, hope, friendship and love? Docs are places to dare for more with God. We would love you to try out a doc at SPS, to get to a gathering near you and to get involved in a small group and the rest of life that makes up an SPS doc. For more information, email docs at sps.church or come along on a Sunday to have a chat. So, do you want to join a doc? It's going to be fun. Whether you've been part of an existing group or not, this is a great time to get along to a gathering and seek out other people and a small group experience. It's also our hope that other things will emerge as part of doc life. Now, what about a prayer walk in your area or signposting events or opportunities to volunteer? These can all be part of doc life. We want docs to be those places that care, share and dare. And the reason we've called them docs is because we are a church of the Docklands. And just like a working ship or a boat or a vessel, we need places to dock ourselves. You know, the docks were places alive with productivity and community. They were the place to get your ship fixed or filled up for the next voyage, to share your goods. In the same way, we are like ships at sea and we need places to come home to, to get fixed, to be filled up. You know, like Phil said last week, a disciple is someone whom, who asks for help, who isn't working it out on their own. Community in groups is God's plan for the church and docks are the way we are going to continue to learn to give that out at SPS. So please register your interest in docs with us now. You can email docs at sps.church and let me know your name, address and contact and if you're part of an existing group or not. Then over the next couple of weeks, me and the team will be working out with the existing groups and the doc leaders uh, invites to get you to a doc near you. You know, the first docs will be in October uh, and uh, we will then be on that journey together. So let's keep talking as we go deeper into God's call and into community uh, in our lives. Let me just pray for you for a moment. Lord, I pray that you would just bless us as we journey this. Unite us with people, both who encourage us, also people who grow us beyond ourselves. Would you come, holy trinity and community, would you come and be with us that we might be a blessing to those around us. In Jesus' name, amen.